the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. I am Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria, one of your co-hosts. I'm joined by my other colleagues here, Bridget and Eric. Eric's still suffering from allergies, right? Better. Not as bad as last yeah. week. Last week yeah. was, whoo, baby. Last week was a really bad one. <laughs> yeah. Bridget, how, how are you yours, doing? Bridget? Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling better, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Haven't been spending a ton of time outside. I go out for a couple hours at a time, but. Yeah. Um, any any yeah, updates from, from Catter Days? <laughs> uh now that i'm wearing shorts she's scratching my legs up as she gets comfortable sitting on my lap so that's great yeah <laughs> yeah uh, she yesterday, sounds like she has allergies too so she's yeah. uh we found out yesterday that that i think nubia had a theory because we have two dog beds right one dog only uses one the other one just just sits there and just like you trip over as you're walking because they won't use the dog bed so like one day it's like if I if out of the two dogs, Remy is the one that'll circle the whole yard, run around, try to eat anything on the floor, whatever, right? He's he's the troublemaker. Like you gotta keep your rogue, perfect dog to take camping or anywhere. Finds a spot, sits, and just watches for like an hour or so. Chills out. And mm-hmm. yeah, chills out. And so like yesterday we we're barbecuing and then uh, Isa, we're watching watching stuff with Isa, drinking a little wine. And um, she's like, you know, we should bring the bed out here. I said, mom says that she will sit on there. I was like, okay, so then bring out the bed. What does Rogue do? Sniffs it, sits on there, just lays down and goes to bed. I was like, wow. I was like, I didn't think of that. Just needed the bed outside, huh? Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, Pinot Grigio does that to her too. I guess you must. Know, so. I didn't free. Yeah. I didn't give any, but yeah. I gotta I introduce like you all to some new grapes. <laughs> <laughs> get you some better wines up in there well i mean this is the costco wine so it's cheap yeah. well, i repeat i need to introduce you to some new wine well, you don't drop anything at my house anymore so um, at least every season i would expect you guys you drop me like two bottles of wines and be like oh yeah let's go test this one out and then we do that but yeah we, yeah. we can have a we can have a mnfs uh, eric wine party but i'd, I'd like to, i'll bring out some of the other ones too and you know I'm, I'm, i've been really into um well, over the last couple of years, I've been drinking a lot of Turiga, which is the grape that makes port wine. But rather than doing the the uh, distillation to get to port, it's just, you know, a regular fermentation process like regular wine. It's spectacular. It's got a really, really great taste. It goes with everything. Um, I'm a sucker for Carmenere. I drink a lot of Carmenere. Um, yeah. Getting see- back into some Italian wines, too, the Sangioveses and things. Oof, okay, so cool. What are all these words? <laughs> exactly. It's like to me, wine is either either, either clear or dark, and that's it. That's Red or white. Exactly. Okay. That's it. 
Well, let's. I got no good transition from wine to football, but let's go to NWSL here. Um, we had the Challenge Cup final last week, uh, North Carolina Courage, Washington Spirit. It is a two to one victory for the North Carolina Courage. Uh, they score first. Uh, Hatch brings one back, and then you got an own goal. Uh, but then maybe that's not necessarily the narrative. I mean, there, there was a tragedy that happened. I, I, I watched early, missed probably like 60 minutes, like the majority of the match, to be honest. And then I got back in like 75th, right before the injury happened. Um, and, and that was that was hard to watch and hard to see. Um, we can talk about it. But uh, yeah, let, let's just let's just go there. Unless Rodrigo, there's something else you wanted to add. No, go ahead. It, it, it was just, it was really hard to watch when, uh, who, who was the player that went down? You guys uh, remember? Jordan, is it Jordan Baggett? Baggett. Yeah, yep. Jordan Baggett, uh, Washington Spirit midfielder after a, a really hard to watch collision with Dabinia. So hard to watch collision. There was some convulsions. I mean, it just yeah. did not look good. It did and not. it took so long for any aid to get there. I mean, to the point where her players basically run over there and they're just like, what the hell? <laughs> right they were there's there's a video of, of washington players um spirit players helping the emergency team with the stroller just or the cart whatever they're going to take them off with uh just running with it this really like uh in a sense was ptsd for me in nubia because we've dealt with a convulsion on the field with isa when she was playing uh futsal and you remember know, hearing like, that super scary so, like it's super it's one of the scariest things you can you can probably ever see at least i've seen you know because like i literally rushed out there right away when i saw it because i saw it shaky and so like i held her head tight and then all you could do is just hold on for it to 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 get through it and i think that's probably one of the things that was going on is like they're just making sure that they wasn't biting their tongue or hurt themselves and you know, let the body go through through the emotions and through the whole thing. It's it's scary. And watch anything like that, just totally, it's just totally a horrible thing to to see. And so, um, I I think uh, the player was released, right? I think, right, Bridget? Is that what yep. I was hearing? Yeah. So they they've said that she was was released after a few days of observation in the hospital, um, and is home and resting. Uh, they still haven't released anything about you know nature of the injury but uh i mean it's pretty obvious she landed on her head her neck awkward collision awkward landing um so she's she's lucky to be home and you know apparently doing fairly well yeah our, um, yeah good our, our healing vibes go 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 to jordan so 100 percent. and and i'm not sure where to, to place a lot of the blame but i mean if, if you're on that medical physio team and you know you're you're taking that much time i mean to their credit most of those uh most of those employees are really good and they just burn out there they they take care of things right away yeah and we should, I, don't, I, I mean just to clarify ahead. it was it was the the ambulance squad that was taking a while to get out there okay. it was Thank um you. the washington spirit med team was out there immediately and mm -hmm. the players were waving them over right away but right and i think that's um, the thing too because like when that happened with us like i was literally what i needed and you had to get the ambulance to come out here and check her out 
Yeah. So that's probably what took the longest, but still though, like it's yeah, they were, scary. They moment. were on the opposite end of the field and mm-hmm. yeah. EMS crews just kind of slowly walking out there. Right. That's like, yes. no, no. <laughs> like, that's a the good players point. were like, we will go get it ourselves. And they went yep. sprinting out and grabbed the, yeah. grabbed the stretcher. But uh, um, this final yeah, also didn't have like had more, more than that. I mean, there's the clear, obvious cleat to the ribs that yeah, wasn't called. Uh, it was one injury after another and that was yeah. just like the most severe one and uh the refs said obviously were not controlling the game whatsoever or you know the the response in the aftermath either so right and i think it's and that's the thing you know from our previous episode that if people wanted to listen to is like with rob it really went into a good discussion about yeah, yeah. why this this final is where it's at what this tournament is at and how like the NWSL dropped the ball as into trying to schedule this whole thing. And, and then, and then now you got like players being injured and all the different stuff, you know, I mean, this, this whole event or this NWC challenge cup final, like you had everybody just like ever's been associated with women's sports tweeting about this whole incident and what was going mm-hmm. on that it was just, you know, you're like, wow. It's like literally. So, I mean, in the end, right. I mean, there ha- someone has to win. So, um, you know, the, the courage who weren't like at the start of this tournament, you know, like, like I didn't picture the, the courage from what I've seen them play, be able to be in the final and actually produce. Right. I mean, I was like, you know, watching this guy, Trinity Rodman, they got to, you know, a list of other players. Right. They look like a team that could be, you know, like actually hatch, you know, all this stuff. I was like, wow. But then, you know. That's where you play the tournament. So there you go. Congrats to Courage, and uh, obviously we're glad that uh, the players better. And but yeah, the the internal kind of implosion from that Rob talked about and that we've talked about before is still an ongoing issue. Just making sure the the league is is functioning on kind of a, a baseline of <laughs> of goodness, I suppose. Um, speaking of, let's talk more a little a little bit about the league um, outside of the tournament. This was last week. San Diego had a pretty big win, 4-0 over Gotham FC. Uh, Casey hosted Houston Dash. Houston Dash win that one, 2-0. The Rain and Louisville tie, 2-2. Angel City actually lose to Orlando Pride. Um, and the table's interesting. Uh, so right now, I, th- I think as things stand, uh, there's games going on yesterday and today, but San Diego were up there at one point. Has it changed, Rodrigo? Do you know? No, San Diego's still number one. Yeah. Who called that? I don't think I, none of us called that. <laughs> no, Good none of him. us did. Nope. So. Good on him. Portland's at second with four points. Dash with four and third. I mean, it's very, it's just the start of the season. It's very tight right now. Like, yeah, like, a, yeah, oh, like honestly, like Angel City wins and then they're, they're, they're in second place. <laughs> so three yeah. points, three point swing is pretty big. So let's keep moving and just do some recaps. Um, I don't want to spend much time on this. Uh, Minnesota United played a match last week hosting Cincinnati. Something happened in the stadium. I mean, I, I kind of took some notes, but I guess just the, the real story here is Cincinnati came to play. Uh, but it was it was just a sloppy, imprecise match on both sides, I would say. Um but they win. They win late. They get that that last minute, like whatever it was, 91st stoppage time, Vasquez goal. It was coming. 
It's not like Minnesota didn't have chances. Uh, I don't know, man. Like the only thing I can think about is I'm trying to think of the right metaphor here. Like every, everything's just, just seemed off. Um, I wrote something down. Um, inaccuracies, inaccuracies and slap. I had a good line and now I can't remember it. Just like nothing was clicking. Like everything was just a little bit off. Like almost like they're all speaking different languages, yelling at each other. Like there's, there's Spanish, there's Swahili, there's French, like everybody's almost there but nobody quite understands each other. <laughs> and that, and that was just kind of the entire vibe of the match for me. I'll let you guys chime in. I mean, I think part of it is that we haven't seen the same lineup, you know, for, for more than one match. And this is another one where uh, Bongi starts, uh, Uno starts. Um, we haven't seen that <laughs> for a while kind of an experiment um i mean they they did it in la as well so i think it was kind of a a, maybe a redo attempt um and if it wasn't horrific in la i mean obviously to a loss but it wasn't a horrific loss in la uh they broke it out again and and thought maybe it could work against cincinnati and clearly uh things were a bit off um yeah, I think it was just disorganized, honestly. Um, they've even when the team is locked in, they have enough problems in the in the central third uh, with um, interceptions and uh, you know just really dumb turnovers. So many, and that's so many turnovers. Yeah, and, yeah, and if you're not bad. totally organized in a way to like fight back against that i mean (laughs) at least we've seen games where there's a turnover after turnover or every um you know every long cross is intercepted and mostly they've been able to fight back you know try to try to turn the play around a little bit Mm -hmm. um show a little bit more life after that and this time i think it was just a matter of Cincinnati chipping away at that. At that. And I mean, it, it took until the third minute of a four minute stoppage time for them to finally capitalize on that. Um, and it, I mean, that goal was coming. <laughs> they're, the luckily, they're lucky it wasn't more. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is really that this are. lineup that we threw out there literally was just missing two plays from what your starting 11 has been. Yeah. last couple of games right no lewd which was probably the biggest thing mm-hmm. i think for yeah us. i think that was the weird yeah i think that was the biggest thing uh and amarilla because their baby his baby their baby family their baby was born so totally understand mm-hmm. uh but it's just there wasn't that you know lewd's movement on the field off the ball is so unappreciated mm-hmm. <laughs> he creates space but just moving certain places and me, Nubia, and G went to this game, and all G would yell when we were attacking is, why isn't there any movement mm-hmm. in the attacking third? Like, we weren't moving at all. It literally, I mean, it, literally, it, it literally looked like, you know, the, you, Lord of the Rings, uh, for, <laughs> right? When the trees are walking, and they're walking super slow, and you can see their shadow. It's exactly like that. <laughs> I love these because because I, I kind of know where he's going, but it always <laughs> surprises me at the end. I, I love I love these. <laughs> I love Rodrigo's 
pop culture like, that was the lack of movement that there was like it was super slow yeah. there was no movement and i get that we you know i, I get that lawan and Lati are supposed to kind of like um be kind of take over what are what are, are usually our left back and our right back do right attack and push up uh, but that that wasn't working and i mean it was just one of those things where yeah. like we had our chances you couldn't put it away I mean, Danladi had a beautiful ball to Unu, and I felt bad for Unu because Unu has not gotten any major playing time, and he gets janked at the 55, 55th minute yep. because <laughs> That's he totally missed fair. two opportunities. He missed two opportunities. Just one more was super clear where he could have gotten that totally. The one from Danladi was the clearest opportunity he had, yep. but it was like it was a bounce off that he had to control and then try to shoot. He shot it. The goalie got it. I mean, you want this guy to score, but how do you score when you can't even get a starting rotation that's exactly yeah. yeah. That's like yeah. give him a full ninety or give him until the seventieth minute till you bring someone else in. But it's just there were ten minute blocks in this thing where I, I felt like I was watching rec league soccer. I mean, it just looked both ends just sloppy. Because I mean, Cincinnati are better, definitely. Credit. Oh, to this them. yeah, like we talked about this at the last podcast. This, but this, they're not this is a phenomenal. Cincinnati. But they're not no. like an amazing team, and and they both sides just look like garbage for like right. Right. blocks this of time. A, this is this isn't the seven to one or the set. No, the, no, set the, obviously Cincinnati totally no, is no, not. No, no, I mean, no, their defense no. is a little bit better, but but Bridget and I talked about it on the last podcast when we talked about who are the people that you know can make a difference on this team. We said Lucio Costa and Brandon Vasquez, and. Yeah. Acosta was tearing anything. Absolutely, anything up. Uh-huh. he was he is, destroying everyone. He is the tiniest person I've ever. Like he's five. He's, he can't he, be five seven. I tried to get a shot of him next to. Uh, I think it was Boxing? Adiaga. I think it was Adiaga. Oh, I mean, he just just barely up to his knee. It looked like. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. But, Adiaga but and Boxy man, are about the same height. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, Lucho was just you know he was, dribbling, he was distributing all, all the over. ball. Vasquez was moving. Baji was doing the same thing. You yeah. know what I mean, like they were they were trying to get the ball, and they knew that they were going to get it on a counter. And I think that the, I think the issue that we have when we throw in Long um, Bongi, Longwane out there, and Danladi first is that again we're looking to to score within the first forty five minutes, and we should have scored the first forty five. If anyone, if this team should have been like, we should have done that this game, yeah. and. The problem is, is when you don't have something like that, you don't have a backup plan to nope. your to like your first backup plan, right? Like <laughs> classic. You, and when, you don't, you, when your you usual do backup it. plan right. is Robin Lud and Luis Maria, <laughs> and so like gone. when you don't got that, then it just makes it really hard, and then that makes the defense super tired. Yeah, you know. Um, I just wanted to shout out Hanson. I thought seeing Nico Hanson for the little time he was in there, he brought some life. He brought some energy. He oh. actually shot the ball like bare minimum. It was like it was nice to see a couple Oops, of shots yeah. off. Like, here, I know you don't like him, but I do. And I thought I know you do. No, good. no, I'm gonna say I this. To you. Good I'm gonna say it to you with all, all, all. I don't hate him as a person. I think he's a decent player, but he is not a player that should be brought in when you are trying to score like it's, it's a player that needs to be brought up in the 70th minute when we're up two one or or or, or maybe I can three, get with that. three one with right that. and then that's I, still thought he, I yeah but he's to a, me like he's, he's like a disruptor goal. he's not yeah. like that's that's his thing he's not gonna yeah. be the guy who's gonna like him and Dunlady to me are like fool's gold you know what I'm saying I, I will absolutely give you Dunlady I'm a little hesitant on Nico they but. look good right when they're out there and they're getting their playing time they get their touches 
But then at the end, the delivery part that you want them to do doesn't pan out as much, right? And so, like, that's what disappointing about, you know, that. And, you know, I wish Hansen was getting playing time with, with those loons because I think that would sharpen up his yeah. – but he's not, right? I mean, he's – and that's the thing. It's like that's – that's another frustrating thing. But overall, I'm gonna call time. Yeah, let's let's call time yeah. on that. That's like, this this like, game was just a frustrating game. This yeah. season is the only season that we've walked out twice before the end game, <laughs> the end of the game. One was because the home opener, because there's no way I was sitting there in the middle That's of sleet. Yeah. And second was this game. As soon as that game was over, we're like, let's go, we're out of here. Yeah, yeah. This it is was, this is not worth staying. So. Um, Nashville beat Salt Lake 2-0 and Galaxy beat Austin, which kind of for a minute there changed things a little bit, but they've moved again. We'll, we'll do another little recap as to where things are right now. Um, I wanted to jump to Minneapolis City. They had their home opener as well, hosting the Menace, this time uh, in regular season play for the uh, USL2. Uh, they lost 2-0 Menace, you know, defending champs. They've seen them before. They'll see them, they'll see them again. Uh, yeah, it's a good rivalry to have. I, I wasn't able to make it. It was Mother's Day. Um, but from, from what I understand, City were in it. Like, they weren't just, like, blown out. So it'd be, it'd be cool if maybe on the third time they, they meet, maybe they can at least tie them or even knock them out. But Well, I mean, I, I don't think City was also a full strength, right? I don't, I don't think all their players have come in from, you know, college yeah. and all that stuff. So that, like That's true for a lot of the teams, yeah, though, not was, just them. Yeah, I mean, it was... From what I saw, it looked like it was a little sloppy. Um, yeah, I mean, and but yeah, it's it's early and and again, not everyone's in and no. available. And was was there a red card in this game? I can't remember. Uh, I thought there was. Like I a think keeper, there might have been. or like someone from the Dennis the Menace got a red card. Someone researched that. We'll be moving to the next. Yeah, yeah. Totally well, they they played that. yesterday too. I forgot to stick it in the notes, and they they tied Peoria. I can't remember what the final score was. I think it was two two. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's why. So they are on the board there. Yeah, that that team followed us on on on, on the Twitter. So. Oh really? Nice. I was there wondering why. Nice. I was like, what, what what did I say? What did I say badly about? <laughs> what I do this time? What I do this like time? Panicking. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm checking all the tweets. Like, no, I didn't say anything mean. No, okay. Why are they following us? I was like, I don't know. Nice. Um, apparently, there's the international friendly in July. Uh, Minnesota United hosting Inchies Everton, which. Boy, uh, there were some amazing jokes uh, in, oh. in our Slack chat. Rob, Rob was on fire talking Inchi about. Uh, Everton is probably my favorite season. Yeah, that's the, a great one. The, Can't yeah. take take him home. Is, yeah, <laughs> lots lots of take him take him back with yous. Uh, what Rob's was so good though. He said something about book book the uh, book the Premiership Club that's now a Championship Club. That's, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so speaking good. of. So Everton is currently Everton as of this moment is sitting in 16th. They're a whole five points out of the bottom oh, three. Okay. Oh, so maybe um, not. They're currently up to one, but they're down a man and have it's like the 60th minute versus Brentford. They've oh boy, they got a red card in like the 40th minute. So high drama. So uh yeah. I mean, if you're looking for some entertainment, go follow a couple Everton fans on Twitter. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it's Our, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see you know which uh, who all shows up. That it's gonna be interesting if they're a premiership team or a championship team. We could yeah. be either. It's a coin toss right now. And what, and right what now. kind of crowd they draw? I mean, they're exactly. advertising it as 
you know, the historic Premier League team, which even if they get relegated, I mean, they're still technically a historic Premier League team. Um, they're one of I was going like, to ask the that founding. Or... Yeah, they're one of yeah. like the founding clubs, the the big five. Um, so it's you know, it's one of the most followed Premier League teams, I believe, in mm-hmm. in the states and in in the pretty solid following in Minnesota as well. So well, yeah, you know that I from think, MJ, yeah, yeah. and yeah, and formerly Rob, I think Rob gave up on him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think MJ just creates you know extra Twitter accounts and then yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> to, to, Everton to bots. Cloud, to <laughs> Everton bots to give it to give these. But here's my question, uh, MJ. I know I know sometimes you listen so. What are you gonna do when you go to this game? Are you gonna like wear half uh one half you're gonna wear a Minnesota United jersey and then the other half an Everton? What are you gonna be the Miguel Ibarra? Are you gonna be the Miguel Ibarra of this game? I, and that's it. I was gonna spin it and ask you all and listeners, you can you can message us as well on, on socials or or Gmail. I'm just curious of thoughts if anyone's even interested in this match. I'm not. Uh, I, I mean it's Everton, sure. I I, th- I think it's 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 a step up from like teams that we played before right i think that's 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 a, we're getting up there right in the sense of like play, in, in international friendlies but i i've suggested many of times to the point that i have not been blocked yet to the minnesota united pr team that we should have a promo of food tasting meat pies versus empanadas are there vegan options involved? Or are you just gonna? Yeah, like... I'm sure. Yeah. No. Okay, I'm saying you're just gonna like push us all out here. It's discrimination, yeah. Rodrigo. Fruit food discrimination. <laughs> That's great. I'm good at that. <laughs> um, is are they still playing the uh, the second division, the Bundesliga two team? Is that still happening? I thought so. Or did they, that or did they like, yeah. swap it out? I don't. I don't know. No. I, I just... don't know. You all are on the Twitter machine. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we the, the advertisements haven't been fantastic this season, so. Yeah, I okay. Know. I Let didn't me, know if oh, this was a, a, oh. a swap or or they just added, like, another friendly. So oh. now they have two friendlies. I think they added oh, another look. friendly, but I'll double check. Okay. I mean, okay. it's it wouldn't be the first time they've had two friendlies, so. Right on. Um, this is a rumor uh, coming from our Indiana correspondent mentioned that the uh, – Apparently, they're looking at Minnesota United was, is looking at 25-year-old Brazilian goalkeeper Mailson from uh, Sporti Recife. They're they're actually in Serie Bay right now, but have a huge, huge following. Um, went by their stadium there in Recife. Beautiful, beautiful stadium. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Dane St. Clair. I don't know if they're thinking, assuming that he might be moving on to bigger and better things shortly, and they're looking for a. Uh, a backup there and, for, and, and maybe yet another keeper to put on the bench you know well that's that's the... it but maybe they're thinking about uh about sending uh the other g i can't even think of his name right now moving him over uh the one else. that started with the d last name ed we'll call him ed what, what what's what's the other dude's name that you, that was the starter before i can't even think of his name right now eric Dick? tyler miller miller or are you thinking miller. Of miller yeah Miller. oh i thought you were talking about ed ed oh <laughs> now i know what you're talking about because <laughs> i think i mean right now freddie we're talking loons uh, those loons play yesterday right against uh is it houston right yep yep houston houston two 
and it was tied 1-1. Um, Brazil Jackson had a, a really nice goal. But then they went straight to PKs. So, like, we got to watch – me and Issa Watch were sitting there, and um, we tweeted out the Issa Watch content because apparently Issa Watch went to striker camp with Fred, Fred Emmings when they were younger. Really? Yeah. So – so we were like, oh, it's like, is he going to block it? He has to block and he blocked one. That's all we nice. need to do. Thought Those loons good. won 5 4. And, and Issa was like, that was for me, for all the times you <laughs> you teased me for playing. And, and that was that was for me. I'll take that one. That was good. <laughs> no, it was good. I mean, Fred, that means he's getting his reps. And I like that. Yep. See him, see him get, 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 um, get playing time. I also think it won't be much longer until. Uh, until Israel Jackson gets at least into the 18, because if we're going to start pushing this Bongi and Danladi, you need someone who has like for like energy and determination and vision. And that will be a McMaster and Azil Jackson as a backup plan B type of thing would not be a bad thing at all. Mm. But then the question is, you know, like defense wise, right? We only have Taylor, um, do you call up any of the other ones? But I think that's probably if we continue to do this, that's what it'll be, I think. And so, but yeah. So overall, um, and and yes, we'll be having two in- international friendlies, one in June, which is the, is it the Paderborn, right? Yes. And then yes. the other, one, and then the right, other yeah. one is in July. So Paderborn yeah. is uh, 6-11, so June 11th. Yeah. And right now Everton is scheduled for uh, July 20th, so. Right on. And let's jump. Paderborn, oh, Bridget, please. If, if you want to do the little German tour, so they play here June 11th, and then they go to Madison uh, June 15th. I, I bet Everton would do something like that as well. They'll probably be a similar bounce. Yeah, I mean, they'll, yeah, they do a full tour. Yeah, so. yeah. Let's jump to Open Cup. Uh, it's been fun. I'm dialed in. I'm, I'm all about the uh, the USL teams and the lower division teams. There was even a NISA team still alive in this round, uh, round of 32. I'll just blow through some scores quickly, and then I'll, I'll throw to you guys if you want to do Minnesota United. I, I, I forgot which day they were playing, and there was weather happened. Um, Orlando over Philadelphia 2-1. Uh, D.C. hosted Red Bulls. They win 3-0. Red Bulls, you had two USL teams, Detroit City and Louisville. 1-1 went to PKs. Louisville City FC are moving on, which is great. Now there's a USL team. Inter-Miami beat the South Georgia Tormenta, which is a great name, 3-1. Uh, Sporting KC beat Dallas uh, 4-2 in, uh, after extra time. LAFC 2-0 over Portland. Then we that go. Was, a fun the, game. was it? Yeah. The uh, uh, Charlotte, or sorry, the Richmond Kickers actually apparently hosted this one. That's kind of cool. And Charlotte kind of just threw down 5-1. New England Reina, also, baby. also a 5-1 over Cincinnati. Uh, NYCFC 3-1 over Rochester, New York FC. Yep, two red cards in that game, now. too. Yeah. One for New York uh, City and the other one for Rochester, Nueva York. They have a cool shield. I like the Rochester. I like the shield. shield. Yeah. That's, yeah. The cool thing about the Open Cup is you get to see all these like shields and kits yes. and you're like, whoa. Yes. Like, yes. why do I need a side job just to be able to come up with the habit <laughs> of wanting to buy all these things? So. Uh, Nashville took out Atlanta United 3 2 after extra time. And we had a uh, USL battle funny. here as well. Yeah. Uh, Omaha, Union Omaha, and our northern Colorado hailstorm that we've been enjoying. They they lost. Union Omaha goes 2-0 on that one. And then Houston beats San Antonio FC 1-0. Uh, 
So at this point, we've got Omaha, Louisville, and then here, let's see here, um, Se- Seattle and San Jose tie. San Jose wins on penalties. Did you watch that? Did not. Talk about- Bridget, did you watch that at all? I didn't, no. That, it was, that was the CONCACAF poop housery after dark. You mix all those things. It's like, it's like when you have like a solar eclipse, right? All these things just mixed together and it just happened. Car, uh, our, our beloved Frankie got a yellow card while warming up. Amazing. Oh, love right? to see it. Classic. And then when they go to PKs, scores a PK, bouncing it off the, uh, off, off the uh, one of the bowls, like one of the, the bar, the, mm. the top one. And it was just one of these things where, like, I tweeted at Matt Doyle because I was like, you know, he got a yellow. And the announcers, when he got that yellow, um, the first yellow, was like, well, Chicago and Minnesota fans know this too well. (laughs) (laughs) And I started laughing because I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. You should always preface it with future MNUFC manager, Frankie Calvo. (laughs) Um. Also, so Cal United Strikers hosted LA Galaxy, and, and they're a NISA team, which would have been amazing. And they were actually ahead in this match. I saw that. Uh, they were actually up 2-0, I think, at halftime, and then Galaxy came firing back and win the whole thing 3-2, but good on them. Uh, and then the other one, uh, USL's Sacramento Republican Phoenix Rising Sacramento Ghost. That's the third USL team that are still alive. Yeah, that's, that, w- that was interesting to me. I didn't watch it again, but I thought Phoenix Rising would be – Moving on, so I'll, I'll maybe I'll watch the highlights of that one, but that that seemed an interesting score to me. Minnesota attempted to play a match on Wednesday for a little bit, and we had massive thunderstorms and torrential downpour, and basically Allianz Field turned into like a, a lake. <laughs> I also heard that <laughs> I don't know if it's confirmed, but there's a that the, the, the irrigation pipe also might have broken, and then that's oh, why okay. it looked like it was flooding because the next day it was like. I mean, by by like ten thirty or eleven that night it had actually drained pretty well yeah and i was like i was like yeah that doesn't happen in my yard yeah something yeah no (laughs) i I think something either uh snapped or got clogged Mm -hmm. in there but uh yeah it it was not playable i mean the the 18 well 17 minutes and what 30 seconds that they put on the clock for day two uh wasn't exciting 17 minutes but uh yeah uh, maybe you Give give me more because I really don't know what happened in any of this thing. I, I was it was it one one before the delay? Yeah, it was that, one that's one. Where it yeah. ended, right? So Dunlady scored, yep. and I think that's why they called it. The weather was like that's it. Dunlady cannot <laughs> score anymore. We cannot prove anything yeah, else I mean, right. We're just gonna let it happen and just go. Kaboom. It was, and it was a good goal. It wasn't like some some garbage goal to you know help pad his numbers or something. It was a really really good shot. Nice goal. Um, celebrations didn't last long. Mesquita scores in the 15th. Uh, uh, and it looked like they, it looked like it was going to be that kind of game. I mean, Mesquita was, was insane. Um, I know that song score and then get scored on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so one, one, and I don't think they'd even finished celebrating or like they had just kicked, uh, for the restart, um, Amazing. when they called it for lightning. So. Yeah. Funny thing about the lighting. I was coaching during this time and I was mad because I couldn't go to the game because I was coaching. 
But then like I'm out there and I'm coaching my kids and we're all doing all these different things, right? And then all the other folks that are around me like start moving. And I'm like, why is everyone moving? And I'm just like, let's go, kids, let's go, let's go do this, do that, right? All of a sudden, I'm the only person on the freaking field. <laughs> but like, with like all these kids, and I was like, what happened? I was like, I turned to a coach that comes out of the building. I was like, what's going on? I was like, oh, lightning, we have to delay. He's like, thank you for telling me. It's like, <laughs> so like, all right, kids, everyone into the building. You know, if you brought a mask, put a mask on, you know, whatever. So you know. that's funny. So, so to so that like, point. Just, yeah. It, it, it just like the rule is at least when we do it, it's like it's 15 minutes, right? When yep. you see the lightning. Same. But like I was sitting outside, I was like, oh, 15 minutes it up. And then boom, boom, boom. I was like, oh, well, that's it. Practice is over. Everyone go pick up your kids. I was like, this game is not happening yeah, at that, all. That clock restarted a few dozen times. Um, and they um, were actually like, there had been like 14 minutes and 13 seconds. Uh, and the teams actually got back on the pitch and like started to warm up. And then they probably got one touch in and were told to go back to the locker rooms. Yeah. Uh, to, to Rodrigo's play, we'll, we'll finish it here in a second. I'll just want to, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my quick storm story. I missed it all. And this is why I was teaching and my room at, at our music studio is in the basement already. Right. So I was just going through my students like, like, like a regular clip, like a regular day, had no idea what was going on. All of our rooms are soundproof. Right. Cause we're, sometimes we have drums. Sometimes we have loud guitars, heard nothing, saw nothing, knew nothing. Kids were coming in and out. Just let's go play with Mr. Eric thing. And then the next day the school tweets out a thing of like everybody in the basement while I'm just like <laughs> doing my thing. It's like nothing, nothing's wrong. Nothing's changed. Com- completely oblivious to everything that was happening out there. Well, the, the thing is, is like, you know, I got home, right? And I'm like, oh, this game's delayed. And it still was, wasn't that bad. But like, as soon as I got home, it like the sky, like, you know, mm-hmm. turned. It and I was like, it was yeah. fast. And I was like, oh my God, it's what windy. I heard. We, I mean, I was, I moved away from the windows because the lightning was getting a little bit closer. And we're sitting there thinking, yeah, it's, it's not too bad. They usually skip right over us. And then, like, all of the electronics in the house went off with the uh, with the emergency alert. Like, tornado, yep. get in the basement now. And we kind of look outside. And it's like, eh, it doesn't look bad. And then lightning hit right there. I was like, okay. Went down Missed to the basement all. for an hour. <laughs> but then the following day, uh, took the doggy on a walk. And just, like, a couple houses down, I think because of the rain and maybe just – it just must have been, like – because it was like a deluge, right? It was like a, tons yeah, and tons of rain. Monsoon. So, so the the base of one of the 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 sidewalk squares must have just got so wet because it just collapsed. So there's like like a, you know, it's it's not a sinkhole necessarily, but it's like at a <laughs> like a, like a forty five degree angle drop. <laughs> so I had to call the city and be like, yeah, this is not wheelchair compliant around here. You're gonna get somebody out here like now. <laughs> well, I mean, like, we all know a friend of the podcast, Mark Fangmeyer. Um, like, he tweeted out a picture out of his basement where, like, the wire was just, like, it's like an open hose into his sump pump. Sub pump. Yep. It was like, it, it was like that. Good. And, That's, like, uh, it's crazy. We the, like We have the same problem. We don't have the – we don't have to deal with the pump, thankfully. But, um, yeah, one side of the basement that used to always get wet, that's the side we were sitting on. So we were kind of watching. And it stayed dry. But uh, the next morning, there's, like, an inch of – inch of mud on the floor ah, on the other side of the uh, basement. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Come on. But uh yeah. 
Yeah, well, let's pull it back. Um, t- t- tell me about okay. So they 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 do it the next day at a weird time. Like I was I was tripping out while my phone was like popping off at like one. It's like at two p.m. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah. one p.m. I was, I just finished I was being, like, what's happening? This close. <laughs> I was this close to going to that game, but um, I had a meeting pop up, and I was like, great, I can't do it. I saw the Reynoso goal. They Minnesota wins is, is the story, two to one. So they move on. What happened with Brett Coleman though? He had a yellow. Gets another yeah. yellow. Gets a red card. It was. Go ahead. Yep. I mean, it was the first yellow was just a professional foul. Pretty, pretty good one, actually. Um, and I'm I'm not entirely sure what the second one even was. I don't think it was that. Uh, I mean, if I I didn't even see it on the replay. So soft yellow and gets the red and they played what 10 minutes without him. Well, I mean, you have to give it to, you know, to the, well, at least give some credit to Heath. Cause like at one point he was like, all right, I've had enough of this. And then he brings in all the superstars <laughs> and you know, like, I don't know what Reynoso did, but Reynoso needs to do that. Like he took two, three touches. Uh, yep. One, two. It's like you guys he remember jukes the Mighty like Ducks? Three guys. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. you guys remember the Mighty Ducks when they, they're teaching a kid the triple deke, right? One, <laughs> two, three, shoot. That's exactly yep. what he needs to do. He's like, one, two, three, shoot. There it is. There you go. Yep. That's what we need. And so, I mean, it was a good goal. Yeah. Where, where was that against Cincinnati? Right. It was like <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, I mean, eight, nine, ten. Oh, mispass. Mispass. <laughs> uh well cool good on them so check it out so so round of 16 it, it, this this is where it starts to get fun and really interesting here so majority mls clubs no surprise but still three usl clubs alive um sacramento republic being one they're gonna play the quakes la galaxy lafc always fun we got an el trafico now for the cup um sporting kc houston i'll skip the one we'll talk about in a sec uh red bull gets charlotte nycfc and new england revolution uh or uh, orlando and uh miami and then fc louisville fc rather and nashville that should be a really fun one actually and then minnesota united draws union omaha and i do not know who to go for this thing because the underdog narrative is so strong i like that there and, is a pro team in union my omaha. state yes <laughs> Yeah. Right, you, Omaha. Plus, plus you like, plus you like bulls. So I do like bulls, Kuruja, absolutely. And plus, <laughs> there's history, right? I think when Minnesota, which the bulls tweeted about and dug out from like early 2017, like there was a scrimmage mm-hmm. when the when uh, Minnesota United was was oh that's starting right the, starting MLS, and the bulls won that scrimmage three two. So. <laughs> I think that was like their first yeah. year. Yep those those closed door matches. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they've been a fun team to kind of watch develop, uh, really grassroots organization. Um, I remember when their, when their kits first came out and the, and the owl logo was, was really sweet. Uh, I think they've changed it up a little bit, but not much. Um, but super recognizable team and, and they play, they play some fun soccer. I think city played, city played them. Uh, oh, they did like a friendly yeah. or something, right? Yeah, I think City went there. I remember that one being a fun, 
fun to watch mm-hmm. good good people good players uh their their fans are entertaining yes um there is i think mj retweeted it but uh someone asked if um if they'd be coming uh if a lot of fans would be coming and they joked hey buy our merch so that we can afford to rent a bus and, and come to minnesota um so if you want to help support their trip get a get get a sweet t-shirt with our logo on it and uh let's let's get those fans here for a full I, experience i think you just answered my question so minnesota's hosting yep okay yeah it's this format this year just a, a little weird a lot of the mls teams are hosting rather than having the uh having the lower league host yeah well is, you got I mean, louisville and it's the first one on top right that's host in the bracket yes so louisville and and sacramento they're hosting in theory yeah and i guess with i mean considering how many mls clubs win yeah in, uh in this round um i guess we see less of that at this point but Three is good though. Like I'm happy there's still three teams alive. That makes me makes me happy. Yeah, that's Fun. it's pretty solid. And it's a good mix of MLS teams too. I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like all of the the usuals. Yep. Um some of those matchups are interesting. Uh Orlando and Miami going at it again. Yes. Um and everyone here was shocked that we didn't end up drawing sporting Kansas City, but if if Minnesota beats Omaha and Kansas City beats Houston, uh, we get a looks like an away game probably at Kansas City. See, I thought I thought KC would actually get Omaha, just because there's a such a shorter distance there, and I don't know if they were trying to build something out of that, but whatever, it is what it is. It'll be fun. We'll keep an eye on it as things progress and. I don't know which bird to go for, Bridget. I'll just I'll just kind of throw my hands up and enjoy. <laughs> you know, I, come what, come what may. It's gonna be fun just just to watch, uh, yeah. kind of as a neutral. Just just enjoy the soccer. Enjoy. I mean, this is exactly why why we love the Open Cup because Absolutely. you get to see games like this in prime time. Um, you know, not uh, not some closed door friendly. So it's. 100%. It'll be fun. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, next, not this coming Wednesday, but the next Wednesday. Uh, so it's going to be a tight schedule. Uh, I got to work. That's teams. the problem. It's always on weekdays when I'm teaching in the evenings. Uh, tricky. Um, yeah. I'll throw this one to you. Uh, big injury in Atlanta United with Robinson out with an ACL. Um, uh, Achilles. Oh, was that Achilles? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you what do you think about this? Because I mean, obviously it's it's first of all terrible for Atlanta United. We wish him a speedy recovery, but then of course the bigger implication is U.S. men's national team, um, World Cup, all that stuff. I mean, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, I, I would presume that we will not see him uh, on the World Cup roster. I mean, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Players have come back from that, you know, in six eight months. Um, whether it is healthy for them to do that is questionable. Um, there were a couple of tweets by some former pros who are saying like, you know, I came back from an injury that quickly and was able to play, but, um, career ended shortly thereafter and, you know, things didn't go well. Um, so I mean, it sucks. He certainly could, 
he certainly could. Um, but I, I would expect that he will not be making an appearance and he'll just focus on rehabbing for MLS and for yeah. future games. I think sadly we're going to see more of this, not, not specifically to the U S but to a lot of different national teams, there's going to be these unfortunate, like last minute, like towards the end of the season kind of injuries that might take away some, some key players from um, national yeah. teams, which. And sucks. I mean, especially in this, uh, on this side of the world where the schedule is the way it is, yep. um, you know, some, some countries have the benefit of kind of finishing the season right about now. Um, Whereas MLS is playing open cup and league and whatever else. Um, And it's, it's going to be tough. Uh, Well, it's the same with most of the South American leagues right now. Yeah. And I mean, granted like in Brazil's case, most of their starters are all in Europe, but you think about their bench, they still have a lot of bench players that are in the Mm -hmm. Brazilian league and, Everywhere else, Colombia, Peru, Argentina, like all those domestic leagues are kind of in line right now too. So who knows? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, Halter's going to have to make some tough decisions, but definitely. Um, I mean, it's certainly not going to be an excuse either because there's plenty. There can be depth if they actually choose to, you know, use yep. that depth. <laughs> Let's jump to current MLS. Um, I don't know if there's anything you want to zero in here. I, I, I put in a lot of yesterday's scores, Colorado or LAFC, kind of a surprise to me, 2-0. Mm-hmm. Um, what else catches your eye, Bridget? Straight uh, to Portland? Dallas, <laughs> Dallas over Galaxy, I think. Yep, is, yep, oh, yeah, we one. definitely hit on Portland as well. But, um, yeah, the first thing that really hit my feed yesterday was LA Galaxy. Uh, they were down 3-0 and got like a 70th minute goal. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> a kind of comeback. Um, well, not come back, but save face a little bit. Uh, that was Gasper's first start for the Galaxy as oh, well. Oh, wow. There you go. Uh, welcome to LA, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, Portland, Kansas City. Uh, that was come from behind too, right? I think Kansas I... City scored first. Me, I'll, I'll let you know because I at the table right now. I remember seeing like one goal update, and then I got another score update, and then I got another. And I thought maybe my phone was glitching out on me, but yeah, it looks like uh, no, Portland, Portland scores first, 12th, and 46th, and oh, then okay. so so they were up 2 0 at halftime, and gotcha. then Sporting got a couple back, and then they just really hit the pedal to the metal <laughs> after that. You can tell I was really paying attention, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a, that's a big one, seven to two. Um, what I was noticing there, though, too, is is that win that you mentioned with Dallas, like that shoots them all the way up to number two. So, yeah, big move. Well, okay, I guess we can talk a little bit, or I'll just ask you briefly about today since I've completely checked out. Like, I didn't even know when the match was because I was thinking Open Cup and like, are they going to play two <laughs> days later or three days later? Yeah, apparently they are. Right. And they're in Seattle, you told me? Yes. So Seattle today, three central. Um, I mean, Ariaga got a got a new haircut and dyed his hair blue. So uh, maybe we're looking at a was it Reynoso last season that went with the with the highlights and and things started to look up. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't so, know about that, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. Well, hopefully. 
uh, I mean, there were some things that I liked about the, the open cup formation going with, you know, three, four, three, uh, just to kind of open up some possibilities. It'd be interesting. I doubt we'll see it today, but I think there's going to be a chance that um, Heath is actually a little bit more flexible with adjusting for that mid-match, which is exactly what you need to do against Seattle. Heath right. usually gets out coached. <laughs> but the thing is, is we don't, yeah, we'll see what, 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 what's the Seattle team. They, that's, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Because yeah, the starters have not, after the CCL Cup fever, have not really been part of that. So, <laughs> like I just it threw be, it all it together. Would be our, CCL it would be Cup fever. Oh. Right. <laughs> It would be uh, it would be our luck. We'll see if, if uh, Morris shows up and if Rui Diaz, Diaz that could be yeah. scary. Lodero in there, yeah. Who knows? I'm... Yeah. We'll see. Um, Rob, happens. Rob, that was on the show last week, is going to be there again. So he's yeah. he's going to check that one out. So we uh, some sans fans Tupel, there since he doesn't want to get there three hours early. That's so. right. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. Oh, um, going going back to Portland. Did you see that um, blow up? No, uh, please do well, tell. I heard oh, yeah. about that. So that's, go ahead, Bridget. <laughs> that should have been in the uh, Eric Twitter di- digest. Um, so yeah, some some fans were holding up two polls that one of them said something like "Call our father," uh, you know, a shot at the the anthem singer. The the handling of her wearing the they new shirt. Um, there was another two pole with they knew and uh, oh my god, there were there were some good ones. There were a few. Wow. Um, but apparently the club called the police on some what? of these fans to eject them from the game for having these two poles, which were cleared and got into the stadium. Uh, it's not like they hid all of these two pole banners, um, so they allowed them in, but then ejected them. Uh, man, they are just I pushing mean, the, some buttons. Yep, the I club mean, didn't even eject them themselves. They called Portland PD to come in and Jesus escort fuck. them out. Nice job, Portland. Yeah. So you know, just uh, just building up the community and <laughs> positive. I mean, stuff. wow. One thing I know about some Portland activists is they are pretty good making Molotov cocktails. So they got to be careful who they're dealing with or that stadium might disappear. <laughs> wow. Dang. That's rough. Well, speaking of the, um, of Portland, um, I don't know if you guys saw the highlights of the last game that just happened yesterday. Well, we, we talked about the scoreline. I didn't talk about it briefly. See. Yeah. yeah, it was funny <laughs> just overall because Kansas City is like they they can't catch a break, but they also can't seem to want to <laughs> try new things, right? I mean, like so Peter yeah, Vermees is just getting like angry and frustrated and right. not having a rough the, year, like not in the yeah. way that gets you fired up to mm-hmm. you know change and do better. No. Mm-hmm. Um before we take it's a break, Rodrigo, to... any 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 takes for this afternoon? How you feeling, Seattle? I don't. Know, I don't feel great about playing in Seattle. I don't either. Like, I don't think we have <laughs> right. So, uh, if the last, you know, the last regular season game, last two regular season games prove anything, it's 
we we're still trying to figure out what our identity is at least this season right somewhat so schmetzer's gonna be like yeah let him score two it'll be fine we'll get him that's right, right. <laughs> it's like you remember let's, when they scored two let's on us spot and them see- two goals and we'll then spot them two. that's right that's right that's right <laughs> Be like, let Boxy score. Let Boxy score. Yikes. Yeah, let, well, let the center backs get up there and score a couple of goals. And then on that note, get them all the way down. And then, <sighs> and then, like, halfway through, like, at the 60th minute, you see, like, the big change. You'll see, like, Schmetzer puts on, Louis like, Diaz. five guys. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, crap. We're done. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's yep. it. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't have great feelings. I think, I think we could go with a tie. Right. But if, if we get the starters, we get like the full string Seattle as like, you know, honestly, rough day. It could be a rough day, depending on what, what position we drive in. And like if we start if we start with the pressing, it's it's Seattle can expose you super super yeah. quickly. Just like yeah, I mean so. think about all those blown passes and and uh turnovers against Cincinnati. You do that against Seattle, like those are goals. <laughs> yeah. We'll finish them. Those yep. are goals. Dane, Dane can only do so much. Dane can only save so many, so many balls with his behind before. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. All right. That's a, I mean, that's if, a sad Go if ahead, Dane St. Clair is not man of the match for yeah. this game, I will be happy. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. I was going to say that's a that's a sad place to, to take the break, but it's also a truthful place. We bring the truth on this program. Uh, we'll do some internationals. Stick around. Thank you very much for listening to that show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota Football Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show where we update you on international football news. Starting with what, Eric? Forest Green. Forest Green Rovers. I, I love this team so much. They're, they are a division. I, it's always different in England because the numbers don't correspond to the actual... The actual league. Uh, So one, two, three, four, I think. Fourth division. um, League two. And we've talked about them before on, on, on this, on this program where they, they got like a really good chef and they all, all the players and coaching staff and everybody switched to vegan diets. Um, They're super sustainable in, in their stadium. I think, I think they have like solar panels, um, the way the all, all the the water is recycled. I mean, they're just doing really, really cool, sustainable things. They're building a new stadium out of, I want to say, I don't know if it's fully wood, but majority wood. They're trying to do it in a, in a good, in a sustainable way. Rodrigo brought up the point when we were like, how are they holding this together? I'm like, okay, maybe it's not all wood, but majority wood. It'd be um, awesome if they just like, you know, build like a stadium out of like a, a la Stone, Stonehenge, right? It just, yes. It's, <laughs> Maybe they, maybe it's like IKEA furniture and it's all like wood pegs and. Just well, like there you go. Yeah, <laughs> There's some guy out there spinning around the blueprint a thousand times. <laughs> Where does it go? Like all, I, all I, all I think there. we're, I think we're missing a piece. Go find it. <laughs> then you're on the phone with IKEA for like sixteen hours. <laughs> 
and then they're like, "Oh yeah, in order to get that piece, you have to order it again, like the whole thing." <laughs> uh, that was that was a separate box in the warehouse. You <laughs> forgot to grab that. That was that was a great tangent. That was perfect, actually. Um, anyway, to bring it back, they they have won um, League Two, which means, and they they won with a tie. Actually, they they tied their match, and then I think whoever was close to them on points lost. So they they take the crown. So they are moving up to. League One, which is awesome. So, you know, that, that, that's a bigger purse. They get a whole bunch more funding. They get to do all their cool, eco-friendly, sustainable things. And they're just two leagues away from the Premier League, which is amazing. Championship is – so they're in League One, then Championship, then EPL. Um, still a long ways to go, I, I think, in terms of actually achieving that. But, you know, moving on up for, for a cool team with a cool mission. So I appreciate it vegan power uh libertadores what do we want to say here oh this was a fun one so this is the battle of the uh of minas gerais you had um atletico mineiro and america minas gerais and usually usually atletico just owns this thing like they they won the entire brasileirão last year they're a really good team hooky just every time he touches the ball he scores not this time and not in uh in uh in libertadores Wait, wait a minute. Did I screw this up? I think I put it in the wrong spot. Sorry, this is Brasileirão. Bad notes. <laughs> regular league play. Regular league play. But nonetheless, it's, it's America that takes it. So it was kind of a big surprise to watch Atletico lose that one to their crosstown rivals. Oh, that's what. Th- th- this was all rivalry, rivalry week last week. That's what I was trying to do. So that was the Minas Gerais one. Then you had the Rio Carioca one, which was Flamengo versus Botafogo. And again, I think most people would have bet on Flamengo. They actually lose. Um, they lost to Botafogo 1-0 in the, in the Rio one. And then there's another one as well. Apparently, I forgot to get in here. But anyway, the big one that I actually watched was the Goiás one. You had um, Atletico Goianense was hosting Goiás in Goiânia, the Goiânia Derby. It was a really funny match to think about now because uh, Elvis scores right off the kickoff, not even a minute, uh, 40 seconds, be- beautiful goal, uh, gets just recycled out and he just blasts it and there's nothing the keeper could do. And, you know, Atletico is not playing great, but, you know, they're, they're still threatening whatever. And they get uh, this, uh, Loidelo gets an early yellow and by the 25th minute, he gets his second yellow and gets booted on the red. So now... They got to hold this thing for 70 some minutes after scoring right away. And I'm just, I'm just panicked. I basically panic watched for 75 minutes. Cause I just thought there's no way that Goyazi Sports Clube is going to hold this team for this long with 10 men. And they freaking did. I could not believe it. They, they win this match with that super early goal, park the bus, shut it down. And their goalkeeper Tadeo uh, stood on his head and had a whole bunch of saves. So First win in league play against the Crosstown Rivals, although it was hilarious and pretty sloppy. Well done, Verdun. You stress me out even when you win. Um, the, is, after, Elvis, is Elvis too old to be shopped around like MLS? No, I don't think so. He's what is he, to look it up. Something, that, that sounds right. He, he might be 30, okay. which would be fine for MLS. <laughs> uh, in the uh, African Championship, uh, Champions League, they're down to their final now as well. Um, in the semis, you had uh, Petro Atletico and uh, Wydad Casablanca play. Wydad won that one 3-1 to one over the uh, Angolan team. And then 
usually as is the case, Al Ahly, they're they're always playing well. They they smoked uh, Setif four nil, and then nothing really changed on the on the on the second leg of all that. Uh, we died Casablanca and Petro tied, so four two aggregate. Um, Setif and Al Ahly also tied, but it's a six to two aggregate. So your final is Al Ahly versus uh, We died Casablanca. So that should be a fun one. Um, they didn't get the date in there, but it's coming. Allahly probably probably take it. I mean, they tend to win him everything, but it'd be, it'd be a fun upset. I put I put some um, Liga Miakis in here. They're into quarterfinals now in the Clausura. Uh, yesterday, there's there's still two matches to be played today, but as it stands right now, uh, America beat Puebla yesterday three two for a four three aggregate. Uh, Pachuca beat San Luis three two for a five four aggregate. So America and Pachuca are in it. And today, let me get it. Um, who's in it today? I'm going to have it queued up. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Oh, wow. Where's all my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I had it. It went back an extra week. Right. All right. Atlas and Chivas and Tigres and Cruz Azul. So Atlas has a two-to-one lead. Yeah, and Tigres is up one nil right now. So the, the one of the two of those four will be joining for the semi. So there you go. Um, EPL, I put this in for Bridget. Big win uh, against Aston Villa, two to one with uh, Matip and Mane both scoring. So Mane just pretty consistent all the time. Seems like way. What, what is his goal total now? Like ten plus, right? He's got like. Yeah, it's double digits. Um, good question. I will check. Midweek, also, uh, what do we have? Uh, Chelsea, big win, 3-0 over Leeds. Um, Leicester over Norwich. But, I mean, Man City, just doing Man City things. 5-1 to one over Wolves, but that's not even it. It's basically the Kevin De Bruyne show. A haul. He scores four of those five goals. Jeez. That dude... He's so much fun to watch. He, he's just, he's a really, really spectacular player. Um, and that Chelsea game, the 3-0 over Leeds, <laughs> they were talking about on Men and Blazers. It makes history as the first time a U.S. player, Christian Pulisic, has scored on a uh, uh, U.S. manager, <laughs> Jesse Marsh. So <laughs> for whatever that's worth, <laughs> that happened. So at this point, as we had it with two matches left in the EPL, there's still a little bit of a chase between Man City and Liverpool. Um, uh, I guess we can take that to today if we want. Just jump over there. Uh, so I know Man City tied. So right now there's a four-point spread. Liverpool hasn't played yet. They play tomorrow or Tuesday. I can't remember. It's, it's midweek again. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I... It's all right. Um the big one that we already mentioned was Everton. Uh, so they're creating some space at the right time, finally, and maybe won't get relegated. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's, it's, it's just kind of fun to see how this all kind of pans out at the, at, at the, at when, it, when it's crunch time here at the last minute. Um, Burnley, Watford, and Norwich are in the red right now. Burnley, Leeds, and Everton are all – that's like – a two point spread. So it's still pretty tight there. Uh, Watford and Norwich, I think are pretty well screwed. They're, they're going down. Yeah. 
Uh, Liverpool is Southampton on Tuesday and then Wolves yeah. on Sunday. So go. winnable matches. Wolves always keeps it interesting. Uh, pretty solid. So it's, it's unless still Kevin De Bruyne shows up and scores four. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Uh, Bridget, you take this. There, there was an, an FA Cup that happened. Yeah. And um, I was writing and using my computer, so I couldn't watch this stupidly played on ESPN+. Plus. Um, but yeah, scoreless um, going into stoppage time. Uh, still no goals, so went to PKs. Uh, and Liverpool ends up winning 6-5 on PKs. Um, it was it was sketchy for a little bit. Uh, a miss right at the end from Chelsea. Uh, solid, I mean, solid game. It's been an interesting, uh, interesting FA Cup to watch. So it's still going for Klopp. the- Yeah. I was gonna say, Jurgen Klopp cup collection is pretty impressive. Exactly, yeah. He, he's, gonna, he's gonna need to build some more shelving, I think. So definitely good, good on Liverpool. Congrats to you. Uh, still in the champions league, maybe the EPL question mark. Um, they, they, what else? They, so what else did they win? Cause they're, they're they keep talking about the quadruple. What, uh, what, what, what am club, I, what am I missing? Club world cup. Club world cup. Thank you. Yep. Yep. That would be pretty historic if all that goes down. I mean, what do you do after that as a coach? <laughs> it's like, what does Klopp do? <laughs> He's sticking around for a couple more years. Amazing. Amazing. Contract extended. So um, I don't have a lot for Brazil at all. It's this is going on right now. Seattle actually tied Flamengo. It's kind of weird to see Flamengo struggling a little bit. Uh Palmeiras over Bergantino, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, Goyaz and Santos today, not looking forward to that. Santos are currently third, and they've had a, just a fire of an offense. Um, Rodrigo, I'll throw to you. Uh, women's FA Cup and Women's Champions League. All right. So earlier today, brought to you to by ESPN+. Plus. Um, you had the women's... Um, FA Cup final between Chelsea and Man City. Uh, I mean, this was a game that had several um, game-changing leads, um, but overall, um, Chelsea wins it in extra time with an amazing countering goal by not only probably the best current female player in the world, uh, Sam Kerr scores it literally at extra time, Gosh, 105th so minute. Like, there's some really cool, like, like it's just watching part of this, and I didn't watch all of it, so I wanna, I'm gonna rewatch the whole thing because just you know, a three-two, is just, it's just crazy. But like, um, there were just so many moments in this game. Like, you know, I mean, usually Chelsea, you know, the defending champ, right? But this was not an easy game, and so that's one of the things it was. So props to Manchester City for making this a, a really good game. Like this is the goal that that uh, Haley Ross was scores in the 89th minute to tie it. What's like nuts? Like you know the ball is being crossed into them, and they and they kind of chest it down with the sh- with 
with the outside of their of their of their uh, shoulder kind of right in front of them to just kick the ball past the keeper it at the, it was just it's magical football it was awesome to watch <laughs> the least of some of these highlights but you'll see it yeah if you watch it it just takes the takes the takes the ball kind of like the upper chest area and just ball just pops out in the in the in the shooting area and just blasts it and that's out it's just a great you know so that's props to um you know Sam Kerr and and Chelsea but there's also another one um another final the women's championship right the UEFA Women's Champions League the final is uh Saturday May 21st it's Barcelona versus Lyon so that should be a fun game too Make sure everyone like watches old, it old school versus new school, new school, right? Yeah, the ones that right. normally win it versus the ones that really want to win it. <laughs> mm-hmm. This should be a good match overall. So, what do you feel in order to go? Who do you, what do you think? I, I want Barca to win this one. I just, yeah. you know, if you think Barca, what three years ago, where they were just, you know, getting pummeled by everyone, Smoked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then where they are now, you're like, yeah, they're yeah. like, you know, they're 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 pretty damn good team and so well it, considering that whole that whole ninety one thousand thing selling out the camp new i mean that would be a nice way to kind of top everything off yeah it would be. Where, where is this being hosted you know um hold on let me look um sure. i don't think it's been determined yet no uh juventus stadium is what it says okay so there you go. this would be in um uh, what do you know yeah yeah yep. okay. it's in uh yeah See, Juventus Stadium, known for sponsorship reasons as the Allianz Stadium since July 2017. Really? Another yeah. one? <laughs> yep. Uh, it's in Torino, man. In Italia. Sweet. Well, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a, that'll be a fun match. Uh, this is this story is almost unbelievable. Like uh, when I saw it, I I thought it was the Onion or the, the those are the guys do the, the soccer Onion stories because it just doesn't seem real. Uh, the nutmeg. Um, right? Yeah, thank yeah. you. Nutmeg. Exactly. Um, I almost need to read from I'm, I'm going to pull it up so I can just quote from it a little bit because it's, it's just that outlandish. Uh, okay, here it is. So the headline is Brazilian defender Marcelo was dropped from the Leon first team due to continuous farting and laughing in the dressing room, sources have told ESPN. <laughs> so once again, continuous farting and laughing. <laughs> and he's booted off the squad. Uh, goes on to say, Marcelo was caught laughing during C- Captain uh, Leo Dubois' speech to rally the troops following the game, which didn't go well with manager Peter Bos or director Juninho of Brazil uh, Seleção fame. Blah, 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 blah. He was disciplined by the club for repeatedly farting among his teammates in the dressing room and laughing in the presence of Juninho and Bos. Uh I don't even know what to do with it, except for a person that has suffered with digestive issues for the better part of his life. I never would have been able to play a game if this is part of the rules. <laughs> what do you wow. do with that? <laughs> yeah, you know, well, it looks like Leon is is passing on um, on Marcelo. So you know, the whole passing <laughs> gas thing is probably. Yeah, I, I'm trying there to make a pun nice. here, but that's just like, like a little. It was good. Kind of, I liked it. I liked it. You know, uh, it's just so like, weird. There has to be. There has to be something more to this. It's so weird. <laughs> it's just. 
but but the fact that like espn and like reputable sources would pick it up like this too it's just like what (laughs) and he played with the reserve team right i wonder what the reserve team like did they in his locker did they put like a bunch of pine trees right you know no (laughs) dude he he was first team he was a starter i don't know but he now he he got well he he, he played the reserve right 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 right. so he was dropped from the first team so he's in the second team so i wonder like if that's you know did they leave him, you know, aroma candles in his locker room? <laughs> you know, I don't know. No, no more beans for you, buddy. That's right. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, they bought him a big bottle of Beano. <laughs> you know, um, uh, or like, you know, and or or they get pounding the, uh, Pepto. <laughs> right, or they or they bought, you know, stickers that says flammable, dangerous. Yeah, and you just put it on his like. I mean, there's the amount of things that can be done for that. Yeah, right. So. But no, I mean, like, seriously, it's like, it's just discipline, right? I mean, like, why would you laugh in front of you when you when your captain is making his speech like that? I just, I don't know. That doesn't bother them as, as much as, like, I don't know. The punishment doesn't seem to fit the, the offense, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't whatever. know. It's weird. We, we were in the room when the passing gas happened. We weren't, we, we weren't be able to do, and I don't want I, to be in the room that happened. I have sympathy for my my fellow digestive peoples. <laughs> uh, that's a good way to end it, I suppose. Uh, thank you, awesome co-host Bridget Rodrigo, as always. Thank you, listeners, for sticking around. Uh, Patreon.com backslash MN Football Show for the goodness over there. And go out and enjoy the day. It is quite lovely. And yeah, we'll bring it bring it around next time. We'll see what happens with Minnesota later on. Well, not later on, a couple hours actually. Yep. And uh, yeah, go from there. I will not be on last week, so enjoy whatever Rodrigo and Bridget bring you. Oh, crap, Bridget. <laughs> Free jazz, <laughs> baby. <Well>. Free jazz. <laughs> yeah. That show is going to be three hours long because yes. all we're going to talk about is cats and dogs and just really bad stories. Yeah. Nice. Like a it. Patreon episode for sure. Yes. Right <laughs> yeah, we'll be like, oh, wait, right. we're supposed to talk about football. Did you watch any football? <laughs> no. We don't watch European football or take notes. We're anti notes, <laughs> anti agenda. We're anti everything. Free jazz, free verse, baby. Free verse. <laughs> um, and with that. <laughs> Yep, see you next show, right? (laughs) Hey, fam, what's up? It's Eric here. Match is over, and uh, we were very close with our analysis of of Schmetzer once again putting Heath in his pocket as he does. Uh, we were talking about letting two goals go by and then turning it on. It was one goal this time, but typical uh, classic loons, second half implosion. I'll let the other crew do a deeper analysis if they want while I'm gone, but uh, rough ride, uh, a 3 1 final. I honestly didn't even. I was listening to it while I was gardening and somehow uh, missed the Lodero goal. But yeah, 3-1 feels about right. And if this slide is what it takes to finally get Adrian Heath 
the hell out of here, then wonderful, all for it. Um, on the other side of that, the second thing I'll say before I get out of here quick is that uh, this is two weeks in a row now where Minnesota United have crashed and burned and Goyaza Sporty Clube have won, both with uh, really strange 1-0 wins. But nonetheless, they are comfortably out of the relegation red. They're actually sitting one spot away from a Sloamericana berth, which is bananas to say. It's still very early, but if this is the way the yin-yang is going to be, it's fine with me. Keep keep uh, shooting holes in your feet, loons, and keep watching Goyaz move up. Hope everybody has a good week, and uh, enjoy whatever madness those two bring you next week. Napais. Ciao.